This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. I was having such a nice week, Larry. I know. You know I was having I a wonderful time. I, I, I was listening to this song, Living My Best Life, because I've been living my best sports living life best here life. the last week or so. Best, and uh, yeah, it uh, very scary scene tonight yeah. in uh, the uh, Thursday night football game to a tongue of Iowa going down with clearly a head injury, a concussion, uh, a scary scene in the way yeah. that it happened, got ragdolled. And, and we've seen from time to time others, unfortunately, we've seen it far too often where there's a violent hit and and the arms of a player stick out, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and that was the case tonight for Tua. So he's been taken to a hospital with a head and, and neck injuries. And, um, you know, when he plays again is really secondary because I think a lot of the focus after this game is not going to be on this game. It's going to be should he have been back out of the field after what we saw four days ago where it seemed like he suffered a head injury there it was explained away as a back injury. It was not a, a head injury. It's important to keep in mind, he cleared NFL concussion protocol, which everybody on Twitter is saying, well, you know, the Dolphin doctors. It's not the Dolphin doctors. Right. These are NFL independent doctors. Mm-hmm. And the NFL actually held its own investment for whatever that's worth. And they said that, they, uh, that the Dolphins – Followed the concussion protocols. Everything was in place. Every indication from our perspective was that the rules were followed. But I think that a lot of conversation is going to go on after this game about whether or not there should be really, you know, maybe four days is not enough time for guys to recover from any injury, never mind a concussion. So, yeah, very scary scene. And I think that that's going to be the story of this game, obviously. And it's going to continue to further the discussion, Gordon, about just how – important does the nfl think their players health is as we play 17th game and in yeah. a couple of years we will play 18th game yeah, absolutely <laughs> all right and so that is also the question and you know i think they're going to have to go back and reevaluate this and maybe some of these thursday night games gordon they're going to have to be teams coming off bye weeks you know what i mean that that yeah. may be a way to go going forward well, I mean, you can only address a problem if you actually think it's a problem, right? Yeah. Like in the NFL, yeah. I'm sure now will say, you know, this is a wrong or that's wrong or everything. But at the end of the day, Amazon has got to have its content, right? Yes. I mean, they're taking the money from Amazon. So that's all going to be part of it as well. And these Thursday night games. Are not, and, and look, who are, we to, who are we to say anything? Because we're all sitting there watching them, right? As yeah, disturbing as a scene as that was tonight and as disgusted as everybody says they are. Nobody's turned the game off. No. And, and, you, and you know the cliche lines that you're going to hear. Well, players know what they signed up for when they go out on the field. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a 100% injury rate. You know when you go out there, that's the risk. And guys are bigger, faster, stronger than they've ever been. And they understand what they're in for and so on and so forth. And, yeah, it's true. You understand there's injuries until you see something like that, Gordon. And for me, it took me back uh, while I was doing sideline for the Jets. I think it was Jets Chicago, and Wayne Corbett yes, got hit. Yes, that's the first one I thought of, too. Yep, absolutely. I think that and was the first time I ever seen a hit where that happened. And his hands were yes. not, not bent like Tua, no, but they but were straight out. out. Yeah. And I'm looking at him, and Gordon, his eyes are open, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I'm thinking the total worst. And you see it on TV, and it's bad. Gordon, you see it in person. Oh, God, it's going to be even worse. Because you're seeing it, you know, in, in, in real, real time. time and real sound and real everything. Oh. Yeah, there's I mean, a realness it, to that. Yeah. I have never forgotten that. 
I've never forgotten that. And it's yeah. it's it just takes you back to gosh, that's what these players do. Yeah. You know what I mean, Gordon? Like that's it, what it's they a do. Violent sport, absolutely. It is. It's a it violent really world. Um, and, and look, I, I'm sure everybody's going to kill the Dolphins over this. Sure they I, are. I, I, you know, and I don't the NFL know that, and, and and well, the look, the NFL absolutely because if there's, but you know, they did put concussion protocols in place. And I will just say this: if Tua, if it's true that he actually suffered a concussion last week, that's and good. that he helped hide it, it, well, then I think that he's kind of partly responsible for this as well. Like, everybody's responsible for it. Everybody involved is responsible for it. So I don't know that that's the case. I know a lot of Twitter doctors will tell, oh, yes, definitely this is what it, – it was a violent hit. It's a mm-hmm. violent sport, and he's a guy that just is not – I mean, he has the talent to play in the NFL, but he does not – he's not built to play in the NFL really. Yeah. Uh, we've seen him be hurt a lot of times here, and unfortunately this one I think is going to keep him out for a while. I hope, I hope he's able to get back at some point just for his yeah. own – You know, I hope he's able to, to function, never mind get back. Right, uh, right Because that was right. definitely a, um, a scary hit. And, uh, and for Amazon, I know they're new to the, the game here. Do you, can you stop showing me the hit, seven yeah. different angles yeah. and, and everything yeah. else? Yeah, is they were fascinated. It, Oof. it and, was like the, the Joe Theismann hit almost all over know, again, where you're showing. I, you, I don't need to see it. Yeah, I know. I know they'll learn. They well, I mean, learn. like the first when you first saw it, I know people, you know, texted me or said to me that you know they thought that he hurt his finger at first because it was like mm-hmm. his fingers were crossed. Um, right. So you know, maybe they were a little slow on what actually. Ha- I, I that surprised yeah. me as well, but maybe that. But then they kept showing it and, and showing. Show, oh my gosh, guys! Showing come it on. to the point, and then Al Michaels comes in to say, "Well, a neurological person just told us, you yeah, know, and tried to explain it away." So then now you got to see it again. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so that you not know, not a great not a good. great look. Listen, when the officials are moving the players away, that's yeah. your signal. You don't need to show it anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that tells you right there. You would so. think. So hopefully he'll be okay, Gordon, um, you know, because it's a young player. You hate to think, you know, when you start getting multiple concussions, yeah. you know, you start to wonder how effective he's going to be able to continue to play, you know? He, he has been an injury-prone player. He's, he, he got hurt in college, and this was a very violent hit. And, you know, even if you have the talent to play in the – not everybody's built. I mean, you have no. to be built a certain way to be able to yeah. withstand those kind of hits. And that was a very yeah. – I mean, he got ragdolled on that play – yeah. And his head kind of slammed down as well. So, um, yeah, who knows? It's just a shame because he's been – I know it's only three weeks, but he's been one of the stories of the NFL that this guy who uh, looked like he might be a bust all of a sudden has kind of turned his career around and he's mm-hmm. part of this exciting young team. And and he's finally gotten his career on track. And now for this to happen, I think his career is completely up in the air right now. Yeah, there's no question about it. And And then, you know, it was – because up until then, Gordon, I was kind of enjoying this game. You know, I was enjoying the features about your head coach, the new head coach. Mm-hmm. He is, he, yeah. he's, he's a little quirky guy. but He does but, have some personality, yeah. <laughs> he does. He's not going to be listen, joking things after this one, though. No, no, he won't. But, I mean, but then, you know, how does it – and the question is, which is, you know, how do you – Gordon, how do you get your team back? Yeah. Like in the locker room at halftime, like what do you say? Because nobody's thinking about this game right now. In halftime, nobody's thinking about the game. They're thinking yeah, about two. I, I can't imagine that they are, right? I mean, it's very, it's, it's a, such a quick, it's almost like the type of thing where you need a few minutes to kind of process yeah. that. And the game just, you know, it's, it, it took him a while to get the card out and obviously get him yeah. safe and everything else. But it just, um, 
it's got to be it's got to take you a while to kind of get over that and, and get back into what the job is but give them credit they scored right before the half they did score right before the half so we'll see what uh, mm-hmm. you know it's a close game two point game so we shall see we'll keep an eye on it yeah, and you got a good you got a good backup quarterback in there. He knows what he's doing. Bridgewater. He has been around the block. Good. Yeah, absolutely. He has been around the block. But you know, it's just this uh, this feeling of the of the season is or yeah, you know, yeah, who yeah, knows yeah, how I this know. game turns out. Maybe he doesn't miss that long a time. You'd have to think he's going to miss a significant amount of time because it's head and neck injuries and the, the seriousness of of that and coming off what happened a week ago. But you know, it's, it's secondary, obviously. But just the whole right. feel of the season now has been altered, and um, now everything's kind of up in the air. So that's rough way to go. It is. It is a rough way. And listen, he needs to take some time. Absolutely. You know, he needs it for, for last week and this week. He doesn't Absolutely. need to rush back. You know, and and listen, you've got a jet team coming up in a couple of weeks. You'll be okay. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Yeah, how about that? Former Remember? Jet Teddy that's Bridgewater, right? right? That's right. Revenge coming back. Game. Coming back home. We'll come back. We'll get your thoughts. Um, I was going to talk a little baseball, Gordon, but let's stick with football because <sighs> Rich Samini and Mike West, Mike Westoff, who <laughs> Gordon never bites his tongue about anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> as you well know, uh, joined Rich Samini on the flight deck and had some interesting comments about uh, some of the players on the Jets. And <sighs> my wife Jeanette had an interesting comment about the Jets as well. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting tease, isn't it? Yeah. I'll share that with you next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. 1-800-919-3776. And Gordon, I understand exactly what Keyshawn is saying. And here's the other part as we continue to pick on Zach Wilson. <laughs> here's the other part. The two quarterbacks he named played at Alabama. So we know what they because that's the you know that's right. the NFL's yeah, it's not version. BYU. It's a little no, larger no. program, yeah, a little yeah. larger focus than BYU. Slightly better schedule. Yes, <laughs> slightly, slightly more talent around them. Slightly more talent on the other side. Yeah, I mean it's it's basically minor league football, right? I mean it's basically it the minor leagues of the NFL. Yeah, no, no question. question. Yeah, it is. It's Clemson. It's Alabama. It's Ohio State. You know, it's 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 it's, it's, it's the it's the end league. You know, right? Not yet, not yet pros. <laughs> yeah, but but <laughs> but very soon to be. Yes, uh, very well, soon look, to be. I mean, for Zach Wilson, he's played 13 games. It would be we. It would almost be impossible for us to have an answer on him when he's missed time two years in a row because of injury and you know the start that he got off to last year. So we got to give him some time. The good thing that he has going for him that the other two guys that he mentioned really don't have going for them is there's no expectation of winning with the Jets, really. Like, the Jets don't have to go out and win eight games. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins were expecting to be a playoff team this year. The, the Eagles are expecting to be a playoff team this yeah. year. Nobody is ex- nobody in, on planet Earth is expecting the Jets to be a playoff team this year. So, yes, we do have to find out about Zach Wilson, and he does have a lot more uncertainty surrounding him. Obviously, the Tua injury notwithstanding tonight, but just in sure. terms of whether or not they can play in this league. Uh, but he's got time. He's got this year. But he's got to show it this year. Uh, he's got to show something. He's got to show something because, again, the Jets very well might be picking in the top five again. If they don't win Sunday, Gordon, this could go downhill fast. Yeah, I mean, look, things change, right? Like the Dolphins are probably going to have Teddy Bridgewater, so maybe that makes it a more winnable game. But you're right. It gets it, it well, like the old Yogi Berra line. It gets late early. It gets yeah. late early, man. It gets late early. And we've, we're, we're only through three games and look at everything that's gone on so far, right? 
Yeah, but but this I understand what you're saying about Teddy Bridgewater, but Gordon, now you're facing him where he's got 10 days to prepare. Absolutely, yep. Okay, now he's got 10 days. He still has Hill and Waddle. They're not they're, yep. they're not hurt. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> so, not yet. So you still got issues defensively that you have to deal with. Before I before we hear from Mike LeFleur and Zach Wilson, let me pay off my tees, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jeanette and I are watching the game, and you saw how Cincinnati came up in the hurry up. They're just marching the ball down the field. I, I'm, not yeah. to not to. No, not I know. Not to you, bring Gordon. up a sore spot. I got you. <laughs> not no, I understand. You. All right. And then Tua comes right back. And they were, and she says, Jet offense doesn't look like that. No, it does not. Wow. They, they really don't. They haven't. And then she happened to see Ryan Fitzpatrick. And she said, they haven't played close to that since. Ryan Fitzpatrick was the you know that, that bearded she said the bearded guy Ryan right <laughs> think of his last name yeah and she said not since he was playing with you know Eric Decker and Marshall and whatnot mm-hmm. you know that's the last time they played like that and what were we screaming about the past couple of weeks Gordon with Joe Flacco can you put in the up tempo offense in there when you're not doing anything so I'm very curious to see what Michael Lafleur is going to do this week and he was asked today you know this coordinators day in the NFL. How has Zach Wilson looked since he's been back? I think the thing that stuck out to, to me the most non-physical was just um, just how free and, for lack of a better term, how excited he is just to be out there with his teammates. So, um, again, I know he's pumped, and uh, it's, it's going to take my, myself, um, the rest of the offensive unit, the rest of the, everybody. I mean, it's not, it's not just him. It's just we're all just excited that, uh, you know, he gets to go play. Okay. Uh, that's not what I'm looking for, but okay. That's good to know. It's not what I'm looking for, Gordon. I'm looking for he, he passed the ball well. He was right. He's ready to go. All systems go with for Sunday. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I was looking for. And I, and I get we're not trying to tell anything because it's the NFL and it's you know blah blah blah. But I mean he's excited. He should be excited. He hadn't played. <laughs> well, now I mean, like you make all these plans, right? And the Jets, all their plans, you know, with all due respect for Joe Flacco, the plans were not with Joe Flacco in mind. Now they have to shift to Plan B when Wilson goes down. But the the, the original plan, their best plan, is the one that involves Zach Wilson going out there and making plays and and throwing the ball and making plays with his legs and leading the offense. So now we get to finally see how lo- how does yeah. the plan look. Now we get to actually execute the plan. Uh, and uh, they gotta they gotta execute. They gotta actually yeah, do that now. So uh, hopefully they show some signs this this Sunday against the Steelers team that is is not a great team. Is not going to put up a ton of points. That, now they might be able to get after the quarterback, but Wilson is better equipped at dealing with that with his legs and making plays on the move. Mm-hmm. So we will we shall see. Yeah, we will see. You know, the excuses have been removed, right? Yes. Like the mm-hmm. excuse, you know, when, you, when you're playing with Joe Flacco, there's a go, even if they don't say it, there's going to be a built-in excuse of, hey, we're playing with a 37-year-old, that this wasn't our backup quarterback, what do you expect us to do? We're still kind of uh, rebuilding this team on the fly. Now, this is the second pick in the draft, man. This is, mm-hmm. this is not some guy that you're relying on, some sixth-round pick or anything like this. This was the second pick in the draft. This is his second year and it's time to start to see him be a real major part of why you have faith in the Jets. And, you know, a lot of people, you talk about pressure. There's a lot of people riding. His success is riding on Gordon other than his teammates. I mean, his coach and general manager, their jobs are on the line here. If he does not produce, Gordon, there's going to be some changes on this team. There's no question. There's, There's not a doubt in my mind. 
you know, uh, just making some phone calls around, you know, over the past couple of days, Gordon. And, and you know, there's, there's folks that are like, listen, it's early. It's week three. Okay. We're going into week four and everything. It's early. But the combination of their schedule, the combination of what you're starting to see, not only with, with players and challenging, you know, coaches on the sideline, which happens, Gordon, as you know, it happens. Yeah. Okay. But it's who challenged the coach on the sideline, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it, this is not exactly T.O. not happy that he's not getting the football. <laughs> okay. Right. This no. is Quentin Williams. Yeah, it's a little different, right? It's a little different. And we'll hear what Jeff Albrecht had to say about him. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah the Jets, man, they're like a soap opera, right? Every day is. they give us content. It's not the content that we're looking for, oh. but it is. Well, we are looking for it. But I don't know if fans are looking for it yeah. so much, but there is content every day with them. All right, exactly. And then you've got players saying, "Well, not, I'm I'm not saying that I don't need to have communication issues. I don't, you know, I don't. I'm not playing well. You know, I'm not saying that it's only me, but we all need to sit down and tell and talk. And so, Gordon, you're adding to the fact that okay, the coaching is not really what it should be. And then Salah on the K show backs Williams, which means that he's not backing his coaches, <laughs> right? Yeah. All right, so that means now, okay, if you think – so now the finger points back at him. Okay, so if you agree with the player that the coach made the wrong call, then how come you didn't override him? You're the defensive guy here. You got to override him, Gordon. Yep. You hear the call in your head. You got to say, no, that's not – no, time out. We got to come up with something else. I don't think that's going to work. I'd rather you do that than to have, like, the player come out and, and, and yell at the coach on the sideline and you agree with him. That means you you that was that was the wrong play. Yeah, it's um, it's a lot going on with the Jets. It's a lot. It's a lot, and it's only three games. I know. I mean, can I you extrapolate and that out a little bit, right? Okay, and they're losing. Yeah. Right. See, see, if they're two and one, oh, well, these things happen. It's a misunderstanding. They'll be okay. These things happen. But when you lose and you've lost last year and you're not seeing what you what you thought you would see. It's 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 you know, it's not good. No, it's and not. It's, good. And, and it's not even just just that they're losing. It's that they're playing like a losing team, right? Like it's yes. not like oh they're in the games and just things right. happen at the no they're losing almost immediately. Again, twenty two seconds. That's the amount of time in three games that they have held a lead. It's just so it's it's fortunate for them those twenty two seconds came at the end of the Cleveland game because otherwise if, if the if the yeah. game had lasted longer, who they knows lost. how right. Very good possibility. If Brissett doesn't throw the football, they might have lost. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he had guy. He had a guy open on that play too. He so did. yeah, uh, he did. It's, it's not a great situation right now. But here, here's the deal. Uh, I, I think if you go out and play well this week, you can change the narrative. You can change the na- the narrative. Cha- Look at how quickly it changed already for the Jets. Right? Yeah. Wilson goes down. They play Zach. Will uh, they play Flacco in Week One? Oh my God, this Jets team. They go out and, and get a miracle win in Cleveland. People are suggesting that maybe Joe Flacco should stay the quarterback when Zach Wilson's healthy. Uh-huh. And then they go out in week three and they lose. And it's like, oh, my God, I can't wait to get Zach Wilson back. I, I mean, it changes very quickly. It changes daily. It does. <laughs> it really does. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Listen. As you mentioned, with the way the offensive line has been, the fact that he's got some movement is going to be is going to be a, a, a beautiful thing for the offensive lineman, A, and B, for him and, and for Mike LaFleur in that Jet offense because 
uh, and for LaFleur, it gives it, it, and we'll get to the calls in a second. It really gives us a peek into what he's able to do, right? Because I think, obviously, they got three different schemes, right? They got a scheme for Mike White whenever they use it in practice. <laughs> they got a scheme for Joe Flacco in practice. And they obviously have a scheme and playbook for what they do with, with um, Zach Wilson. So the question is going to be, how much freedom will he give Zach Wilson? And most importantly for me, how much longer will he stick with the run game, okay, for Zach Wilson? I think that will kind of give us an idea. And I get that the game may dictate something else, but I really am curious to see how much, because this was supposed to be the plan when he was the starter, that it was run first and defense. I want to see how much they're going to run the football. They got to. They have to run the – I mean, it's not – this is one that I don't get. After week one, the offensive coordinator was asked about throwing the ball 59 times, and he said it made him want to throw up. And yet the last two weeks, he, they've thrown the ball 50 times, basically. Like, yeah. what are we doing? So, yeah, I would like to think that the running game has to be more – mainly because no team throws the ball no. that often. Mm -mm. And it certainly shouldn't be the Jets who – I mean, their passing game is not that great. Their offensive line is not – the offensive line is not going to be able to hold up long enough to give your receivers time to get separation and all that type of stuff. So the way you neutralize that is by running the football. You have two good backs. They both look like good players. I, I don't understand why that that wouldn't have been a – Bigger focus with Joe Flacco. You have to hope it's a bigger focus now with Zach Wilson back there. No question about it. Let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. David's in the Bronx. David, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, I, I, I want to get to my point about Tua, but I, I don't know why anyone would have any confidence in Zach Wilson. Granted, I'm not a Jets fan. I'm also not a Jets hater. But I don't know why people think he's going to come back and all of a sudden Jets are going to have a, a run to the playoffs. This guy has shown nobody nothing. So nobody, nobody thinks they're going to have a run okay. to the playoffs. Okay. But, but, but okay. he was the second sure pick I'm in the draft, and we have to find out about it. I know, but he hasn't shown anything in the NFL like so far. I know he's been injured here right. and there, he's but like, what has he shown us? Right. I mean, he's only played 13, 13. games. I'm not the biggest Zach Wilson yeah. fan in the world either, but in I fairness, know. he's playing on the Jets, and he's played 13 games. That that might be that might <laughs> be a enough. hill too difficult for anybody to climb. Let's let's real quick talk about Tua and another just totally inept franchise, the Dolphins. I'm a fan. I think what they did to this kid is a shame. I'm not sure if your producer and I are on the same page, but I think what he was saying is they trotted him out there and put this little bastard out there to get hurt. Like why? What's wrong? What's wrong with this guy? I understand some people don't like him, but this little guy—he's not that bad. Why would you put him in harm's way? He's got a, a concussion, correct? His head is all that messed was never, up. No, he cleared. He, he was not. He did not. I mean, no, I, I don't you know. Put him out there in harm's but they, way. But they—they—they the, the, the independent right. doctor cleared him of a concussion. Don't David. stand up for the players. You can't What's always that? stand up for the for the. You can't always stand up for like, oh, NFL, NFL. We got to keep getting these guys out there. But you're this saying he had a concussion. Injured. Nobody has. Man? I, David, nobody David, has. Hold on. Listen, David. Hold on. Concussion. David. David. Hold nobody, on a second. He ahead, he Gordon. went through the concussion protocol with an independent. It's not a look. I'm the first person to talk about the ineptitude of the Dolphins. Larry, how how many times Please. have I said that there's such an, in, an, an, an Larry, organization? 
Don't, so, but they went through the concussion protocol. He came back into the game. It's an independent. It wasn't the doctor. It wasn't the Dolphins team doctor that said that. It was an independent neurologist. Now, look, maybe the, the independent neurologist has a is is biased don't because they're, they're they want to get paid by the NFL. Hello? I don't know. What's that? Hello. Yeah. What's going? What, go ahead. Don't you think they're in cahoots? Maybe. The in the NFL maybe. And the, and the player. I mean, well, I mean look, the if the player if the player knows he had a concussion, David, if the player knows he had a concussion and he's looking to get back on the field. Thanks, David. Well, the, the player has a, a responsibility in this as well. Maybe not as much as the NFL. They have to protect the player from themselves. I think everybody has a bit to blame. But the fact that you're saying, well, the Dolphins team, no, it's not. A, it's, it's an independent person that is assigned by the NFL. So I'm the first one to talk about the ineptitude of the Dolphins. Yeah, and David, we're standing up for him by talking yeah. about it. We stood up for saying he shouldn't have come back last week, right? We, we stood uh, yeah. up for Justin Herbert saying he should have pulled him out of the right. game. Right, absolutely. Where, yeah, week. where are all the people? Well, you know, we have to protect these players. Oh, the guy was, was taking shots before the game so that he can get on the field and is still on the field. It, when they, what was it, 38-10 or yes. 41, whatever the score was. <laughs> No problems there. Nobody has it. Nobody's up in arms about that at all. Nobody said a word. Nobody said a word. Nobody said a word. Nothing. Nothing. And, and you know. And this is, Gordon. This is not postseason. No, this is okay, week where, three. Where, where, where I get where <laughs> against okay, the Jaguars. It's a playoff game. And right. yeah, I want to take shots because we got we're trying to win the Super Bowl. Right. Okay, I get that. I, this is week three. Yeah. I mean, it was a vi- it's a violent hit. It's a violent sport, and Tua has proven over time that he is just not built to be able to withstand that kind of punishment. Mm-hmm. I think that that has to be part of the equation here as well. Now, I don't know. Maybe If you put me up to a lie detector test, do I think that Tua suffered a, a concussion last week? Yes, I do. His head hit the turf like it hit the turf tonight. Right. So I, I think he did, but if you if the rules are that you know you have to the team has to clear you the the independent medical person has to clear you the NFL had a uh, an investigation after last week to see if the concussion protocols were followed. Mm-hmm. It was now maybe it's all a big sham. I don't know, but if it's all a big sham, it's almost like fight. I mean, what are you going to do? Shut down the whole sport? I don't know. Yeah. Well, here's the bottom line: the NFLPA. Their, their job is to protect the players. And they were the ones that demanded this investigation immediately right. because they felt that something was not right. Absolutely. And so if they signed off on it also, it probably means, Gordon, that not only the NFL doctors but the NFL PA doctors oversaw some of the, you know, looked over the same documentation that the NFL doctors had. And so they're able to say, yes, this is right, or you know what, I don't know about this. Let's get another, let's look at it again. So for this point, I will say he did not have a concussion, or 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 it, even though it looked like it. But I tell you what, he's got one tonight. Yeah, no, no question. <laughs> All right, no question. He's got one tonight. So uh, yeah. so we'll see when he comes back now. Right. I, I look. I, I just think that what's being lost in this is because the the look of the hit was so ugly and disturbing mm-hmm. is that you have to also include that this is a guy who's been hurt every single yeah. season. When he came into the NFL, he was a coming up back from a catastrophic hip injury. Yeah. Look, if you and I, Larry, even in our prime, whatever that moment was, tried to play NFL football, we are not built. Most people are not built to withstand that kind of punishment. Unfortunately for Tua, it certainly seems like 
he is not built to withstand that kind of punishment. It's just, yeah. it's a it's a sad thing because he, unlike you and I, he has the actual talent <laughs> to be able to play at that level. But yeah. he just, I don't think that he can withstand that kind of punishment on a regular basis. And uh, you know me, I'm I'm watching every one of these games. As soon as he went, every time he gets hit, I think to myself. Uh-oh. Is, is this the one? Right? It's almost like Porzingis, right? Like when yeah, Porzingis was yeah. playing, you're always kind of holding yeah. your breath. There's yep. certain guys like that, and I think, yep. and especially in the NFL, which is just a brutal profession. So Wilson has a groin injury, Gordon. I see him on the sidelines. So he's, his return is questionable. Your star corner. Uh, you mean Xavier uh, Howard? Howard, you right. said Wilson. Howard. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, we got right Zach right. Wilson on our brains. Here. I do. Yeah, no, yeah, Xavier Howard. Well, he got toasted earlier, so he might have to put out the. Uh, he might have to get some aloe vera as well because that was. Uh, this game. I mean, the the, uh, the fact that the Dolphins are still in this game uh, is impressive. They're but leading. It, it, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, it feels like it's going to change here in the fourth quarter. But look, gutty performance so far to be able to yeah. kind of get your head back in the game and be able to to uh, to execute to enough. Yeah. You know, they got a bunch of field goals basically, but we shall see. We shall see. And, and, and in Howard's defense, uh, why are the safeties on one side of the field? <laughs> They put him on. They put him in single coverage. I mean, well, those look, receivers when you're, are tough. Yeah, when you're Xavier Howard, you're supposed to. You know, you want to yeah. be Xavier Howard. You want to be the the highest paid guy. You got to be able to perform at that yeah. level when you're getting paid it. that much money. And I got it. He's he's had a bad season so far. It's only four really? games, but he's had a bad season so far. He's not uh, he's not stood up so far. Well, you know, I I, I haven't seen him a lot, Gordon. So I'll take mm-hmm. your word for it. But I gotta be. I gotta tell you. I got to give him some slack. What were they? Ninety plays were they on the field Sunday? That's that's my con- <laughs> that was my concern going into this game was that they played a lot of plays last week. A lot, you know, guys were dropping like flies. Short yeah. turnaround, good team on the road, all these type of things. So, uh, but look, it's it's the Dolphins are leading by one at least for the moment being. We'll see if they can make a play. All right, when we return, we'll take more of your phone calls, and I want to hear Gordon replicate. The sound he made when Tyreek Hill made that last catch that led to a touchdown a couple of plays later from Teddy Bridgewater. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. And Gordon, the, uh, before we get back to sports, the the, the pictures oh, my are just gosh. unbelievable what you're seeing from these areas. Yeah. Oh, damage is well, we, we, we vacation in Florida, so we have a you know, soft spot for certain towns, you know, Fort Myers and Sanibel and Captiva, and you just see the destruction that you knew was going to come. And for the people that live there, I mean, there's one main road. There's a causeway to get to. I'm not sure if it's Sanibel and Captiva or if it's just Captiva, but the road is gone. It's gone. There's, there's a section of the road. It's like, and it's not a small road. It's you know, it's a it's a major um, causeway. You know, it's one lane in, one lane out. But still, it's not it's not a rickety little thing. No, it's it's just there's sections of it just, that are just missing. So the power of that storm. So hopefully everybody uh, you know stays safe down there and and gets through it and, and rebuilds. I mean, they uh, Florida deals with this stuff. Maybe not this powerful, but fairly regularly. And man, they mm-hmm. they are able to uh, regroup. So. And, and rebuild, so hopefully they can do that again here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, Gordon, now to make people feel a little bit better, uh, mm-hmm. give me your reaction when Tyreek Hill made that catch, that juggling catch. Yeah, that was a great catch. I mean, he, you know, th- that's the one thing that you, you're hoping for with uh, Teddy Bridgewater in there is that he does come in and has weapons, right? you got to be able to get uh, him involved and Waddle involved and the running game involved, but um, – 
in a tough spot to come into. Uh, it is. You're on the road and short week and all that type of stuff. They're still in the game. Uh, they got to get the ball back here. They're down by two. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, for all the talk even before the injury about how Tua, you know, his MVP odds, Tyreek Hill is the MVP of the Dolphins. I mean, he yeah. has single-handedly changed that offense. I mean, they've made other changes to the offense. They spent some money this offseason, you know, running game, a new right tackle and all that type of stuff. But uh, it's really been Tyreek Hill and the speed that he – it's weird surrounding your, your quarterback, your floundering with quarterback with talent and speed at the wide receiver position turns out to be a good plan. And not just speed, but a guy who runs great routes. He you does. know, we talk about his speed, and, and, you know, it minimizes, I think, Gordon, the fact that he runs routes that he runs a great route. He just does. And, and so add to that a great route runner and speed and great hands, uh, that's a tough combination, my friend. <laughs> and, and he has the ability, you know, I guess it's the speed, but it's also in a way, I know this sounds weird, but he has like a quickness in that even when he catches the ball and there's people in front of him, he has a way of angling himself so that you're mm-hmm. like, ah, he's only going to get a yard there, and he ends up getting four yards or five yards. Uh, it's almost like a, a little bit like Kyler Murray or even Lamar Jackson where they're able to, to find a, a different speed, an extra speed, and a, a, a unique angle to the play where they're able to kind of get away from, from traffic in a short period of time. It's amazing. It is. It is. He's, he's, he's a great player. He really is. And you know what? Kansas City misses him. Absolutely. I mean, they, they, didn't, they didn't want to get rid of him, but they, they no. weren't going to pay him. So that's what it comes down to at the end. So he got his contract. The Dolphins paid a, a significant price, but it's, it's a price for one year. They paid all the draft picks last year to get, to get him. Mm-hmm. And this is what you hope for, right? To have someone come in and make an immediate impact. And he has definitely done that. All right, Gordon, we've talked enough about the Jets. Let's turn our attention to the Giants who are also playing this Sunday, coming off their first loss of the season against the Dallas Cowboys on Monday night. They will uh, be in Chicago. No, they'll be home. And they've got the Chicago Bears coming in. And obviously, after seeing what happened to uh, Sterling Shepard on Monday night, Saquon Barkley was asked, what do you think about playing on turf? At the end of the day, just blessed to play football, you know, go out there and play Sunday. Personally, I'm not really a fan of turf. Uh, starting to understand, you know, when I was a rookie and, uh, you know, older guys were complaining about the turf. And I guess you start having a little more understanding to that. But you know, I really don't look too, too deep into that, whether the turf out there or not. I just try to go out there and perform at a high level and my team win. Um, that's something that I can't control. So I try to control what I can control. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. But, Gordon, it's got to be something in the back of your mind. I mean, especially a oh. guy who's just coming off a leg oh. injury, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, it seems like it's significant enough where it's not just one or two or three times that this has happened now, um, mm-hmm. and, and especially with that turf. You know, I just wonder about this game with the Bears where you look at the schedule that the Giants had to start the year, and they start 2-0, and and then they lose to the Cowboys at the backup quarterback. You can deal with that one, I think, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's still an evaluating year. If they were to lose to the Bears, it erases the two zero start. Do, that's what I'm wondering. It does, does it erase it does. the two? Yeah, because I, I think that that would be the worst team, worst of the four to lose to. Even mm-hmm. though the Bears are two and one, I know they've won two games and they could just as easily be three and one here if they mm-hmm. win on Sunday. But it does kind of feel that way because their offense is so inept. <laughs> it's pretty bad. This is ESPN New York tonight. With Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.